Forum at 8 on SAFM. Seven minutes past eight, and thank you so much for staying with us here on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. This is AM Live, and time now for the Forum at Eight. And, uh, of course, as you know, we went to the polls last week, did South Africans, and the African National Congress has won South Africa's general election by over 60% of the vote. Now, coming in second place, Democratic Alliance has made significant gains, taking over 20 percent of the vote and in third place the new kids on the block EFF and although inequality unemployment and corruption continue to plague the country the ANC says that the electorate has shown that it has not lost faith in the party on the forum at eight this morning we get a sense of what the ANC has planned for the country over the next five years and looking at new government President Jacob Zuma's second term and the structure of parliament in the next five years and joining us for this discussion, Professor Somatota Fikeni, who is political and policy analyst. Good morning, uh, Prof. Good morning to you, Sakina, and good morning to your listeners. And um, we, of course, also uh, welcome your calls, your input this morning. AM Live on SAFM, that's if you'd like to tweet or Facebook. And if you'd like to call in, the lines will be open throughout the forum. 891 is the number to dial. Alternatively, you can SMS 34701. And I'd love to hear your views as well. As I was asking earlier, who do you think did a good job? Who would you like to see President Jacob Zuma retain in their current portfolios? Who would you like to see moved? Who would you like to see discarded of altogether? And who do you think has made a good enough impression on you to be brought in as a new cabinet minister? And, of course, all things are related to this election right now. If you'd like to talk to us about it, do give us a call on 0891-104-208. Now, Professor Fikeni, before we even go to that, uh, just uh, our story after 7 uh, this morning where we were talking about Lindiwe Mazibugo and her choice to go and study, take a sabbatical and go and study, doing her master's in uh, public administration at Harvard. Now, I'm fascinated at the debate that has broken out on uh, Facebook, on Twitter, uh, just all across uh, SMSs as well. And uh, some people are saying, uh, you yourself are reading too much into this, you're getting it wrong, and there's nothing untoward with Lindy Ware deciding to go and study to better herself education and perhaps come back and offer more to the South African uh, political arena. But do you believe that there is something more to her sabbatical than meets the eye? Without any doubt in politics, what is there at face value is often underlined by more complex subtext of a different, uh, you know, happenings. There is no doubt that the issue of a personal opportunity to go and study factors in, uh, especially going to a prestigious institution like Harvard. But at the same time, do read Lindu Mazubugo's clash, uh, you know, on the policy interpretation mm. and the position on equity in Parliament, where Lindu, as a parliamentary leader, seemed to have led DA into endorsing that policy initially. And it was retracted and repudiated by uh, Helen Zilla, yes. And they had to debate the issues. One, it underlined that the approach to policy issues, especially on race, is going to be something that DA will have to deal with over a long time because its attraction of the black constituents will come with that particular baggage. 
Secondly, that DA focused almost all its resources in the main towards the end of the elections, towards Gauteng, and also focused on profiling Mosi Maimane. There was no doubt that Mosi Maimane was headed for something bigger within the DA, and uh, among other things was parliamentary leadership. So Lindwe might have looked and realized that without the strong backing of Helen Zill, who still has much sway and influence within the DA, and if she throws her weight behind my money, I will lose in that battle. And also within Parliament itself, it had been reported that some of the uh, veteran, uh, you know, Democratic uh, Alliance leaders were not very happy with her leadership within Parliament and also her lack of experience, mm-hmm. which is what you must expect when you throw in young leaders who have not yet evolved through into internalizing some of the core values of liberalism. So that in itself, I think it was putting pressure on different points and might have also made the decision to take this offer easy. And of course, you know, uh, speculation is rife that uh, Musi Maimane will now be propelled into uh, Lindiwe's former position. But he has the same problems as Lindiwe, essentially, doesn't he? Um, the issue of gravitas, the lack of experience. And how then is he going to deal with that or those who would be pushing for him uh, to actually ascend to that position? Well, there are two things going for him. He's quite articulate and charismatic. And Lindiwe wasn't? which is what Lindwe didn't necessarily possess in bountiful ways, the charisma. And also, DA's main aim now is to capture the metros in 2016. And they would look for a person who, one, has a constituency, mm-hmm. and also who is located within Gauteng. So it makes sense to continue profiling my money, because their sites now, with the Western Cape and Cape Town secured, are squarely on the metros in Gauteng, of course, and route to that, they will also be looking at the Nelson Mandela metro, but the battle of 2016 will be around Gauteng. And, of course, we have Neil on the line. Prof, as I said, the lines would be open, and uh, we'll, of course, be moving on to discuss uh, other things around this particular election, uh, the EFF's performance as well as the African National Congress, because now President Jacob Zuma has, amongst other things, the task of uh, constituting constituting a new cabinet and we'll talk about that but let's just hear from Neil in the Eastern Cape. Good morning Neil. Yes good morning thank you for taking my call. Firstly um, on on retaining some of the existing members I can single out obviously Pravin Gordon's track record, Aaron Mitchell Lady's track record, Naledi Pando. I think those are good stalwarts. doesn't matter what position they're going to fill they've got uh, good standing uh, as human beings. Uh, and um, I don't think the ANC, though, can call it a success when you're losing ground 14 feet in the National Assembly uh, on, a, on, a, on an organization that's been over 100 years old. I think it, it, it's a bit scary from my point of view. And then lastly, I'm terribly disappointed that even your political analysts have not stopped for a second to congratulate Lindy Wemazibuku at her young age to be going furthering her studies. The only mistake I think Ellen Zilla has made is probably not having a joint press conference 
if she had a joint press conference with Lindy Mazibuku, I don't think the speculation would have gone mm. so much out of hand, irrespective of whether there is merit to what the, uh, the political analysts are saying or not. I'm terribly disappointed in the light that we need black African young male and female being properly educated, and none of them have given us that accolade. Thank you. Neil, uh, just before yes. I let you run there, do you yes. think that it is significant, the fact that there hasn't been a joint press conference and the I manner think, in which the story has that, broken? That, that, that is being the biggest blunder that uh, the DA has made in this respect. They should have had a joint uh, a conference to neutralize the whole situation because this is supposed to be... Uh, uh, and, and the reason why there's such a big uproar, it's actually a backsided uh, compliment to Lindy Wimazibuku and the DA because she's been a fantastic... Uh, look, I'm an I'm a Indian South African. I've been here for many hundred years. But the thing is, uh, uh, we've got to give accolades to, to the lady. She's a brilliant lady. And okay. I wish her the best. All right, thank you so much, uh, Neil. Let's also just hear quickly from Iva in Durban before I get uh, back to Prof. Iva, good morning. Hey, good morning. You know, listen to politicians, you know. If you want to become a leader, where's the passion? If you want a position because of just because of, of you want to get a greater position because of better pay or whatever it is, where is the passion of being a leader? A leader for leading the, the, the communities, leading the country, with a passion and you dedicated to what you want to do and what you stood for in, in a party. Not positions. Mm-hmm. Now, you, know, if you, you want to become a leader now because maybe you, you, you're pulling out because you're not getting the position that you wanted and you know, and you got all grubs. But I feel it's, it's, if you want to be a leader, you have to have passion and passion for the people of this country and what you stand what for. What to you would spell out passion in a leader? A leader is dedication, service delivery, not not position. You know, I want to be the top man. If you say, who are you going to put into that position? You look at the person who's got passion for the for this country. The person, okay. the leader that you want to lead in this country is a passion. And to me, a woman is the time that a woman should be a prime minister in this country because a woman has every got every quality behind her through family, uh, you know, bringing up families, it's time for a woman to become okay. a prime minister in this country. That's my absolute feeling. Thank you so much. Ivor. Prof? Well, the first one, I do think that people become very emotional around the Lindwe Mazubugo issue. If the listener from East London was listening, I started by saying that we shouldn't take away from the fact that at any time you have an opportunity to go to Harvard and to do your master's, that's quite a massive opportunity in a great institution, if not being a a positive note to the move, irrespective of what other underlying reasons might be. Uh, That's it. And also in several other uh, other interviews, I, I have actually signal the accolades that she's mm. quite a terribly gifted person. No one, very few are taken so young to lead a party with such a history with all its group dynamics in a very complex environment and face a behemoth which is the ANC. 
Now, of course, uh, you can keep sending us your comments on that, uh, 34701. And also, if you'd like to call 0891-104-208. And uh, Facebook and Twitter, AM Live on SAFM. That's how you can get in touch with us. Speaking to uh, Professor uh, Soma Dota Fikeni this morning. And when we come back uh, from this particular break, we are going to look at President Jacob Zuma's second term in office. So you're expecting twins and got quadruplets. Longed for a bonus but only received a handshake and anticipated paying for a service and landed up replacing a clutch. When life takes you by surprise, talk to us and see why as an ABSA customer, you'll get the best deal possible on your personal loan. SMS loan to 31513 and talk to the bank that's here for you to prosper. ABSA, member of Barclays, an authorized financial services and registered credit provider. Standard SMS rates and rules apply. I got this brand new Samsung Galaxy S5 on a completely unlimited contract from Telcom. Everything's completely unlimited? Yes, unlimited calls, on network data, SMS, Wi-Fi, one price, endless benefits, all for just 1599 a month. Wow, it's like they're giving you the world for next to nothing. Not the world, my friend, the Galaxy. Get a Samsung Galaxy S5 on completely unlimited for just 1599 a month. Call 10213 or 10217 for business. Click telcom.co.za or visit a Telcom store. T's and C's apply. SABC News and Current Affairs works through day and night to bring you the latest news around you. Polio has re-emerged as a public health emergency that threatens scores of countries. The World Health Organization. This means more than 5 million people in the country are without jobs. The ANC is leading from the DA and the EFF. Imagine your day without SABC News and Current Affairs. And don't get left behind. Stay updated through the day on the hour. SABC News, Africa's news leader. The Forum at 8 on SAFM. So the elections have come and gone. And this morning on the Forum at 8, uh, we are talking about what is to come now. What is next for South Africa over the next five years? And, of course, speaking to Professor Somatota Fikeni, who is a political and policy analyst. Now, Dr. Fikeni, uh, President Zuma's first term in office is, uh, has been characterized by quite a uh, number of controversies. What can we look forward to in the second term? What would you advise President Zuma to do? during his second term? Well, I do think that uh, I would advise him to make sure that policies, especially those which have been working well, are implemented and he improves the state capacity to do so because ANC has come up with so many policies and most of them being good except that the courage and the consistency of those policies is lacking. Each time a minister is changed, then a new strategy starts, new priorities start. The second one would be to devise a mechanism of linking this massive infrastructure development program, which is in the tune of hundreds of billions, strictly into an industrialization policy within South Africa, the issue of beneficiation to say, Let's start right away. If you want to have, let's say, coaches for trains, Mm. let's have them manufactured in the country. Let's partner with other companies which may assist in that process and have technology transfer so that we reverse the deindustrialization trend that we've seen. And everything else that we do should have a labor-intense mechanism in in a way of trying to absorb as many young people 
into labor. The next one would be education, education, education. No country grows, especially amongst your emerging markets, and no country should even aspire to be a developmental state without fixing its education. In the last 20 years, I do think that ANC government has succeeded in widening access to those who were previously excluded, but the quality of that is key. And also, not only quality, making sure that you educate people for self-reliance such that even if a person drops out for any reason at grade 9, they are able to make a living through craft that they might have learned at school and so forth, rather than wait to have a college degree or to have a university degree. And there are many other things I would say that the ministers who have done well keep them and go forward mm-hmm. and reward performance rather than loyalty because right now he will not have a third term. Our constitution prohibits that. Yes. And the last one, if the president were to just take time on his own to just reflect on a number of controversies surrounding him and ask himself, why am I prone to this accident of controversies? And what can I do to either put my case clearly and extricate myself from them? For example, the Gupta landing at the Air Force Base. That the president vacillated and was virtually absent throughout that debate, and yet his name was being dragged instead of drawing a line on the sand. In many people's minds, almost was seen as a tacit acknowledgement of his role rather than him just going taking on the nation and say I see that this thing is troubling the nation and I would like to put my position in a clear manner so those are some of the things that I think he should uh, you know be dealing with I would also advise him not to get too involved on the Nkandla matter in the public debates Mm-hmm. Because at one level he says, I was never involved in this project, I was never asked for. Then in other interviews he rationalized why it is important to have those. When in fact he ought to leave that to the security cluster. Because in the process, for a matter that is still going to be with us for some time and even be investigated, some of the statements will be put together. And many things will be read into them. You you can't be seen to be justifying something you say you didn't know. But how does he exactly go silent on the matter? Because it's one of those where he's caught between a rock and a hard place, isn't it? Because people do expect him to speak, given that this is his personal residence. But on the other hand, as you say, if it's going to come out contradictory, well, that creates another problem. The one way he can actually say, once all is said and done and the last investigation is done, he takes on a national television and say, good evening, South Africans. I do understand the concerns that have been raised about this matter on my residence. As I have stated, this is what my position has been. And we do recognize that there might have been procurement problems. We ought to have acted earlier 
and we are putting the following measures to make sure that this thing never happens in future. That kind of a thing goes straight into the hearts of people. But once you become too defensive, dismissive about it, or even rationalize it, you are opening yourself to more dangers on this particular matter. And unfortunately, though, it may even eclipse and overshadow some of the achievements of his administration long after he's gone, because matters of this nature can define one's legacy, and people forget about anything you've done. Now, one of the other questions, uh, none of the uh, ANC presidents since our democracy has completed two terms in office. Nelson Mandela voluntarily only uh, completed one term. Thabo Mbeki, as we know, uh, was recalled. Uh, Khalima Mutante was, of course, uh, interim president. And uh, now we have President Jacob Zuma. Now, people are already speculating about this. What are the chances, do you think, of him completing this term in office? Well, it's a balance, really. We had predicted that if ANC support had collapsed below 60, it would quicken that process and the succession would be as brutal as anything. Now that it's above 60, and yet Gauteng is the one that seemed to have almost collapsed, there will be a lot of debate, and he's going to fight for his space as well. But what you may begin to see, almost unannounced at another level, is that uh, after two years, his role may begin to be more and more of the head of state who is more of a symbolic and, uh, you know, public face of the country, just like as Mandela did uh, after two and a half years, after 1994. Uh, That's one possibility. If suddenly you were to lose three, four metros in the next local government elections, uh, there may be those who will call for his early exit, uh, but that will not be without a fight because I don't think ANC at the same time uh, has an appetite for another bruising battle because some of the problems you see within the ANC today is how the Polokwane transition and succession was managed and the issue of the recall. And uh, the wounds are still deep. And ANC hasn't fully recovered from that. And factionalism has spread to ANC alliances. It has spread to branches, regions, and so forth. And to repair that, it takes quite a while. Well, speaking to Professor Somadota Fikeni this morning on the forum at 8, and of course we're asking what now after last week's elections, and uh, we'll be uh, welcoming your calls again after uh, this uh, break. 891 is the number to dial 34701 for those SMSs. It is now 8.30 and time for a news with Vibakshni Chetty. Thank you, Vibakshni. And time now to find out what's coming up on Morning Talk with uh, Rowena Bird. Good morning, Hi, Sakina. Thank you very much. Good morning to you. Coming up on Morning Talk today, in the first hour, we're going to talk to the President of the African Independent Congress. It has enjoyed relative success in the recent elections. Many people feel that the success is due to the fact that those who voted for the AIC did so by mistake, thinking that they were voting for the ANC. We'll talk about the policies of the AIC and what they stand for in the first hour. We're also going to feature the ninth Annual Women in Leadership 
conference. And on psychological matters with Joanna Cleovalu, we'll talk about how to get on with your mother. In the final hour of today's show, we're going to cast the spotlight on uh, black farmers in South Africa. What strides have been made 20 years into our democracy? That's the show for today. Thanks, Sakina. Well, if you're in Joburg, very heavy backlog of traffic on the N3 North, queuing from Galoolies up to the Marlborough Drive off-ramp this morning. Once you get past Marlborough Drive, you're in the clear, but it really is very uh, excessive delays getting up there. The truck crash on the N12 R24 route at Galoolies has cleared a while ago. The R24 is still slow in from Barbaro onto the N12 merge, so that's slow. And then you'll come into Galoolies and you'll literally sit all the way through to that uh, Limbro Park site. Lights off, Empire Road at the Mike 1 and some roadworks in that area. Empire High Road from Auckland Park going through to the highways heavy, uh, but the real big delay is on Barry Herzog. It's a 40-minute delay from Greenside down towards Empire Road. So if you're leaving Victory Park Greenside, stay off Barry Herzog this morning. Lights down in Steeldale, so still queuing on Heidelberg Road, top end of the R59 and, and South Rand Road through that area. And no lights on Big Coppin and Leslie, so it is slow leaving four ways, heading through towards the uh, Sunning Hill area. Crossing Durban, roadworks on the M7. One lane open at Bel Air and Wakesley. Very heavy from Rossborough. Give yourself plus 30 minutes to get through from the bluff towards the Queensborough side, uh, towards the M2. Otherwise, look at Sarnia Road. Maybe you'll get through there a little bit quicker. And Cape Town traffic light problems this morning in the CBD. It's Batenhuck at Coon Stapler, which is basically where you come off the elevated freeway in towards that waterfront exit in the CBD. So the N1 into Cape Town this morning, queuing from N1 City just after Platycliffe Road, all the way through to the CBD. M5 remains slow from Kenilworth, N2 from Bunga Avenue, and no lights on Platycliffe Road at Ace Cricker. So coming through to Towards the N1 uh, from that hospital side, very slow on Platycliffe. Rob Byrne, AM Live, Traffic Watch. The 2013 online return of earnings season is now open. Ensure that you submit your returns online on or before the 31st of May 2014. To file your returns, log on to www.labor.gov.za. For more information, go to your nearest labor center or provincial office or call 0860 105350. The Compensation Fund, working for you. Tired of German techno? Try some Swedish metal. The Volvo S60, yours with 0% deposit from 4899 per month. Offer over 72 months. Resale price 37200. Rate to customer 5.74%. Balloon payment 103656. Cost to customer 455526. Subject to credit approval by Volvo Car Financial Services, a division of West Bank and First Rand Bank Limited, an authorized financial services and credit provider. Includes VAT and CO2 emissions tax. Available while stocks last. The Volvo S60, no deposit, just 4899 per month. Test ride yours today. The Forum at 8 on SAFM. Thank you for joining us this morning on the Forum at 8. We have gone to the polls. South Africans have expressed their wishes, their desires as to who they want to lead them into the next five years. And, of course, uh, we are having a discussion today asking what now? And uh, the lines are open, 891 speaking to uh, Professor Soma Jotafikeni, 34701, if you'd like to tweet uh, Facebook or uh, Twitter, AM Live on SAFM. Just looking at some of the messages coming through, uh, Sir says, uh, isn't it high time for Helen Ziller to restore Tony Leon in the DA after his extended uh, sabbatical or retirement? And then uh, some others coming through in the form of SMSs, uh, this one here, uh, um, from 
Kobate Sekele in Limpopo says, I think Aaron Mutswaledi must stay. And then Kumete Petros in Manguzi says, can we discount Nkandla, the Guptas, and the expulsion of Malema from the dwindle of ANC votes nationally? So we'll get an answer to that. And uh, Spiwo and KZN says, we hear that Praveen Gordon is leaving cabinet as well. To me, that will not be a loss. He has done nothing outstanding compared to others. And that, of course, in direct contrast to what Neil was saying earlier when he called in. He said Praveen, Mutsualedi and Naledi are the ones doing a good job. And uh, that's one of the points that you also highlighted in your explanation before the break, uh, Prof, where you were saying one of the things that uh, you possibly would uh, uh, advise President Zuma on was that he keeps the good performers in his cabinet. Now, let me hear from you. Who do you think performed particularly well? Well, you do have Mozzoledi in the health department. He stood uh, head and shoulder above many. He was quite passionate and very much involved in his work, courageous, taking on every subject. So he's one good performer. Now, Lady Pando, in a very difficult home affairs department, managed to keep uh, you know, that department on the path of improvement from what it was literally chaotic before. You do have quite a number of those. Uh, uh, you know, the minister of Derko, uh, surprisingly, that is international relations, did, uh, you know, fairly well, uh, given the fact that she had come relatively unknown from the background of being an ambassador and an MSc in Limpopo. Mm-hmm. Um, you do have the Minister of Sports, quite energetic because that ministry needs somebody with energy and preferably a person who is young. And uh, he has kept, uh, you know, his department on toes and the sports codes on toes. Uh, you do have the one interesting part, which I'm sure uh, some will agree or not disagree, I mean, or, or disagree. Public Works Minister has shaken a department which was limping from time to time. Much of his sin, as assessed by many people, is the Nkanda and how it was handled. Mm-hmm. I do think that one of his uh, mistakes was to overreach what his department's mandate. Remember that he came when everything had been done, procurements and everything. Mm -hmm. All what his department does once the security cluster has recommended what is for security upgrade, they procure services and begin to implement just that. But once he started overreaching, talking about what should be classified and so forth, when in fact he ought to have left that to the people of the security cluster. That became a problem. You do have uh, the whole range of uh, other ministers. I can't finish, you know, them. But, of course, there were obvious ones uh, who were, uh, you know, poor in their performance or less visible, Mm -hmm. either because of their capacity or because they were in the wrong departments or because of the structural configuration of the department. For example, the Department of Women, Children and People with Disability. Yes. Uh, I I do think that uh, very often it's reactive to when there is an incident and a crisis. 
there is no identifiable program to say uh, what is the program going forward. And I don't even think it has enough resources. And yet those programs ought to be mainstreamed across departments rather than, uh, you know, being in some corner there where other departments will wash their hands and say, since this is taken care of in that department, we're not going to do it. How would you rate uh, the Minister of Basic Education? The Minister of Basic Education, it's a mixed one. Uh, I do think that on the ground, her work is beginning to yield some uh, results from a very crisis-ridden department. However, her handling of the book saga and just her handling of the public relations, uh, you know, needs, uh, uh, leaves a lot to desire for. Um, I do think that she had a very defensive, sometimes abrasive approach and dismissive approach on a matter that was seen as very sensitive. The same in the Eastern Cape. When National Department intervened, to the public's eye, it's not very easy to uh, delineate what still remains for a department that is put under administration and what remains national. Because once you say, I'm taking it over, so that lack of decisiveness on those issues, uh, I am on record as having said, a country as sophisticated as ours to have a five-month debate about delivery of books, it's quite a disgrace in a sense. If that didn't work through tenders, you simply shut down the department and ask managers to bring their buckets and take books to the schools or ask principals to come and take the books or if that doesn't work you simply ask for the army to come and do that that's what I've said that would show that you are very much involved in the process so it's mm. a mixed one uh, in terms of rating what about Praveen Gordon <clears throat> he has done fairly well I do think that we tend to judge him harshly because one he doesn't have the communication skills and the charisma of Trevor Manuel. And two, he has presided over our economy during an economic crisis, so he had to do more with less. And as such, some of them who say that he was from a leftist background often forget that most of the people, communists, trade unionists and so forth, when they get into government, when policies are no longer leftist, they have to implement them, and they have to embrace them as such. And that is what we've seen uh, with some of the reputable uh, left-wingers when they get into government. Mm. And, and, and on that score, what about Ibrahim Patel? Ibrahim Patel was quite active in a sense, but his portfolio is not well-defined. And there seem to be a jostle in terms of the policies which are being, uh, you know, promoted to be taken forward. And that some of the initiatives he started in terms of the policies were quickly overshadowed by this call for focus on the National Development Plan. So that in itself, again, means that he might just be in a department less resourced and whose role is less defined. Mm. And how would you rate him? Would you say go, stay, remain? I would look for a different department for him to test him further. 
And I would also try to restructure the very department that he was heading. Because if you have a department of that nature, it looks like it's a department for economic policy development. And yet the implementation is done elsewhere, trade and industry, public enterprise and so forth. Well, speaking to Professor Somato Tafikeni, what is to come on the 21st of this month? Of course, uh, we will have the new uh, parliamentarians uh, being sworn in. And I think on the 24th, um, we have the inauguration, if I don't have my dates mixed up. But I think uh, that is what uh, we have to look forward to still in terms of uh, the outcomes of the elections from last week. So um, what are your views? Uh, Professor Fikeni, very clear on some of the ones that we did run through, what he thinks, what his views are on those, and also making it clear as to what he would advise President Jacob Zuma to do in his second term. Of course, education, the quality of education, needs to be better, the issue of uh, beneficiation, uh, labor, and I just wonder, Prof, before we go back to those calls, the issue of the aerotropolis being built around Ekuruleni, do you think that uh, that will go some ways in uh, trying to address that particular issue? Surely, if it is linked uh, to the activities of the local economy, and the mayor there, Kungubele, is quite energetic and passionate about this. Mm. And uh, there is no hiding from the fact that O.R. Tambo Airport and all its logistics companies do dominate Eguruleni, uh, you know, uh, municipal activities and economy. And that's the main thing. It's a matter of aligning that in terms of making sure that even a small player, a small business, a taxi, uh, you know, owner somewhere, benefits from that, a restaurant, uh, hotels, and so forth. But unfortunately, though, because of the proximity of O.R. Tambo to Johannesburg, Sentin, and, uh, you know, Tswane, even when he tried to design Aerotropolis, benefits may be shared by the stronger economies of those other places, which is one trick that he has to focus on. Mm. And, of course, Prof also outlining that he would advise President Zuma to keep the good performers and to reflect, to do some serious introspection and, finally, to keep quiet when it comes to Nkandla, given the conflicting messages that have gone out. Now, um, the good performers, according to Professor Fikeni, Aaron Mutsualedi, Naledi Pandon, Maite Nkwana Mashabane, Figile Mbalula, Tulas Nesi, and Pravin Gordon. Lulu Klingwana, poor reactionary that particular portfolio and Angie Motseha with the mixed bag and also he said uh, Ibrahim Patel he would actually move to another portfolio to test his strengths and of course those are just some of the ones I asked him about love to hear your view on your thoughts on this particular matter 0891104208 if you were to advise President Jacob Zuma with regard to cabinet positions what would you tell him who would you ask him to put into which positions is there need for continuity in some of these positions. We'd love to hear your views. Edwin in uh, George, good morning. Hey, good morning. I hope it's warmer there than it is here. I uh, suspect it is, Edwin. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the only way that our cheerful president can really uh, give us a, a legitimate government is to reintroduce the scorpions, have his day in court he was fighting for, admit his sins, apologize, and then work, not just pledge, but work and act 
to get us out of debt and the clutches of the corporations that the ANC has got us into, you know. If you've seen these little radio-controlled uh, vehicles, uh, what we've got is a little thing which has a, a smiling face of our dear late president on it, and underneath is a communist forces of destruction controlled by corporations as banks, as Maletti and Becky and Tabo will tell you. We've got to get out of that. People are waking up, uh, but passionately. And with respect to Lindiwe Mazambuco, it's rather interesting to note that she's going to Harvard on a grant as a foreign student, just as Obama did. And one wonders, how can he be a foreign student as well as being American-born? All very interesting. I think we live in a world of mirrors. But we have a better chance than Soviet Europe and collapsing America of getting rid of this control of the bankers and, and the other dishonest lot. And with respect to education, very important, why don't we, instead of having a secular, I spell it secular, education, mm -hmm. embrace all wisdom for our children so that they grow up respecting and loving the land. As when they started the new nation of Israel after Allenby, the Turks thought he was Allah Bey, so they fled. So the British officers went in and said the uh, Lord's Prayer and took over. Uh, why don't they work uh, to loving and, and devoted to their soil, not at eight till five and so on? You don't say to a fire, give me heat, after that I'm going to put the coal on. It doesn't okay. work, does it, dear? All right, got you there, Edwin and George. Thanks for the call. Okay. Mike in Newlands, good morning. Good morning, Casino. Good morning, Professor. Um, I've been racking my brains as to think who he should keep, and... and uh, and I'm trying to keep an open mind here, but to be honest, I can't think of anybody that I would hold back in cabinet. And it really occurs to me that very much, and I think the problem that our president has at the moment is that the choices he's made to date have been very much based on a protectionism basis. And in, in other words, he's got to employ people that will protect him because he is so deeply involved in all manner of corruptions with the Guptas, Watergate and Kundler, uh, the arms deal and so on, that... Unfortunately, his hands are tied, so I don't think he's really got any choice. He's going to have to make more bad choices, uh, and, and we're going to have more bad cabinet, and it's going to continue the demise of the ANC. And then on, just on the education front, yeah, I sort of agree with the professor. I mean, we all accept the fact that education is vital to this country, but it's, it depends where you are and what your view is. And certainly, politically speaking, it doesn't apply. If you, if you remember the ANC and you're in government, we have, I don't know how many cases within the police that I can think of, where we've got many guys who've lied about their, uh, their qualifications, and you'll find them at the rank of general, including the army, by the way, uh, of general in the, both the police and the army, and of course, the very leader of uh, Claudi Mutsman, SABC, doesn't even have a matric, and he earns 200,000 rand a month. So education is, is important to, to everybody, but if you're going to go into politics or align yourself with the ANC, it doesn't always need to be so good. Okay, thank you so much, uh, Mike. Let's speak to Bohosi out in Calvin. Good morning. Hi, Sakina. Welcome. Uh, yes, man, welcome to, to, to Morning Life. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Um, my uh, advice would be to the second term that... Uh, <clears throat> More focus should be put on um, uh, uh, redefining uh, FDI. You know, we, we're too dependent on FDI. If we could have our strategic natural mineral resources being produced to finish good within the country, take, for instance, coal. We're sending our coal to India and China. We're sitting on more than 2 trillion tons of coal here. We have a sustenance. 
which has the capacity to supply this country with energy. Why do we not uh, have Sasol uh, uh, having a lot of um, of factories or, or outlets that can produce more oil and and, uh, and petrol in this country and thereby create more jobs. Platinum, the same thing. Why should we send it to Germany and to other uh, car manufacturing countries when we can have those factories that um, produce this, um, mm-hmm. what do you call it, um, um, catalyst in, in the exhaust? We can do that and in the process we will um, uh, uh, create jobs in the country. Okay. And and, and la- la- lastly, mm. uh, we should accelerate intra-African uh, regional trade instead of uh, having our FDI with overseas countries. Okay. Thank you so much, Pohosi. And Advocate Mantula, good morning. Good morning, Sakina. And, and to, to prop there, Sakina, what I want to, to talk about before we can advise is the post-election violence that it is uh, going on, but we should not avoid talking about it. How do we deal with it? And towards 2016 local government elections, Sakina, I think what is critical is for the new uh, administration, capacitate local government, because F, 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 as we did see towards elections, the issue of local governance were very Critical and finally, international matters like you know, the issue of terrorism in the continent. We should be looking at it closely, and other elections that are coming: Mozambique, Namibia, and Malawi. Because I, I think we are aware that in the coming seven days, Malawi will be going for the elections, and there is many issues that we need to support in terms of the African youth as well, Sakina, because the issue of the youth is very critical. The merging of ministries, I think, is a good thing. Sakina, it will go again. Will it? create jobs if you are making sports and ask if you'll be making even the other ministries of water because I think the Minister of Water is very critical to be looked into. Mm. Thank you, Sakina. Thank you so much, Advocate Mansula. Um, uh, Tisetso says, I share the sentiments of the professor. Those have been outstanding, though I'm not sure about Figile Mbalula. And uh, Josh Speak says, interesting analysis about cabinet. Prof is great. Mags Naidu says, let's hope Derek Hanakom in, uh, is kept in science and technology and given greater support because uh, science and technology is our future. Then this one here from Madume. Madume says, I don't see Angie Mutecha, Nati Mtetwa, and Tina uh, Jumat-Peterson returning. And Sfiso says, Angie must come back. And then uh, just a few more here. Uh, this one here from uh, Spill the Beans, who says, Can you please ask the prof about our communications department, ICASA, Broadband, SABC, all of that. What about this particular department? Prof? Well... Let me start with the communication one. <clears throat> it's 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 very difficult to tell what the new minister of communication might have achieved in a short space of time. But as a country, I do think that that department's handling of the SABC problems and rather dithering, uh, being, uh, you know, very unsure how to deal with some of the most obvious problems. This is our strategic national asset, a public broadcaster. It cannot afford to limp from one crisis to the next for 10 years or so. The fact that we've missed out 
on the original deadline for the migration uh, to digital, uh, you know, uh, uh, television. The fact that places like East Africa are beginning to beat us hands down in terms of innovation as well as, uh, you know, your ICT, uh, you know, uh, speed uh, or broadband implementation. All those things should be factored in when we are looking at what a minister can do. But I feel for the minister, uh, you know, because he only came in recently. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you do need a ruthless, decisive approach in that sector because we live in the information age. Even our economy depends very much on, uh, you know, uh, how we approach that. Look at how the issue of your monopoly uh, communication, mobile communication companies and the pricing has been handled. The country has been paralyzed for too long trying to address this issue, which is quite an obvious one, that people are overcharged and these uh, companies should come to play and uh, regulatory bodies should assert themselves rather than the paralysis that we find ourselves in. So all those things should be factored in when we are dealing with that communication, and whoever comes in, or even if the minister is retained, they'll have to show a lot more sense of agency. There's mm. a fierce agency of now in that platform. Communication is no longer what it used to be in 15 years ago. It is a platform and an infrastructure for growth. You can't do good business if communication is expensive. And just very briefly, Prof, very briefly, uh, the size of cabinet, because there has been speculation that there would be a new ministries introduced, this on the back of people already complaining about a bloated cabinet. I would rather advise that they actually consolidate departments rather than expand them. And also I would say they should be very cautious to introduce a ministry looking at small, medium enterprise instead of looking at the monopoly capital in the country where you have the concentration of companies in each sector which need to be unbundled to have greater competitiveness. And, of course, in the light of Marikana and all the other labor-related issues, the ministers of energy and uh, as well as that of labor, just two things, well, what's your take spot- on them? Well, the spotlight is on them, really. They ought to have done more in dealing with the issue of Marikana and generally the labor issues. And they ought to have taken a more activist role uh, in the main. They seem to wait here and wait for things uh, to go out of hand before they intervene, and that can be good. All right, we're going to leave it there. Thank you so much, Professor Somatota Fikeni, political and policy analyst. And I think most of our listeners are in agreement with you with regard to who some of the top performers was. And Aaron Mutsualedi sticks out there as uh, most people's favorite to come back and to be retained in his current portfolio. Naledi Pando and Figile Mbalula uh, and uh, Nkwana Mashabane also up in that list. So, of course, all of this will play out uh, right under our very gaze. But uh, that's how
how we come to the end of the show. And thank you so much to the production team, Nswaki Ku, Apiwe Honono, Tracy Boomgard, Jake Mukoma, and Maruma Kekana, senior producer, Aubrey Limpofu, forum producers, Ronald Piri and Tlengiwe Mabaso, technical producer, President Machaya, and we also thank our specialist producer, Buti Lukoto, and executive producers, Busi Chane and Aubrey Sichia. And to you, as always, thanks for your fantastic participation. Morning Talk coming up, and we'll be back bright and early, same time tomorrow.